Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Heavenly Places. Um, I'm your host, Jameer. I am actually on the road um, for my job, but I still wanted to do one this evening on um, the current events. And I got my time mixed up because I'm, I'm thinking about the, the central time and eastern time is different. Um let me go ahead and open up with a prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Lord. Thank you for guiding us and directing us, Father, during these uh, last and evil days. And uh, draw us towards you, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Um. So this evening we're talking about current events, and there's uh, a, a few events I actually want to talk about. One of, but one of the main events was, uh, of course, you guys know with everything that's going on over there in France with the uh, burning of the uh, Catholic um, Notre Dame church building. Uh, very, very familiar if you ever seen the movie. Uh, Seem like I'm always talking about Disney movies, but the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and they actually said uh, right now that a lot of people are actually renting and buying that movie because of everything that's going on with it. <clears throat> so I guess some of the, the newer generations who have not seen it, they wanted to see what's going on. But you've been watching watching the news, and you have people out there um, just mourning mourning a, a building. I mean, they're crying, they're holding visuals, and I know this building is, is very old. It's very, very historic, a lot of history in there, a lot of relics in there. Actually, they said one of the relics that's in there, which I am not sure it is, but they actually said that uh, that the uh, the crown of thorns was one of the relics that they saved in there. Now, is that is actually Jesus' crown of thorns or not? I do not know. I mean, I know... Um, the Catholic Church is known that they have different relics like the shawl and some things that belong to Peter and some things that belong to the first martyrs that they kind of saved and some people even said they got the Ark of the Covenant um, I don't know about that but what I wanted to focus on is not just the uh, the, the current event going on with it but actually the uh, with the, the spiritual meaning of it is. I've been seeing a lot of uh, videos. Actually, when I first seen it happen, I thought that it was like something, it meant something spiritual, something significant. But um, I wasn't sure what it meant. And then I started seeing videos, and then I started getting emails that people say, well, this means something spiritually or prophetically. And people were saying different things about it. And a, a few of the things that I actually thought thought about was, um, well, this one interesting thing is we know that, well, this Friday coming upon us is a very celebrated holiday because we know it as Good Friday. And then we know this uh, Sunday as uh, the world calls it Easter. And I'll just call it uh, Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. So um, that is coming up. 
So I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, that this tower or the church burned down a week before that. And I then what me, I don't have any revelation like an angel or anything like that came and visited me. But I think it's a sign, and I, actually everything that we encounter or come across is some type of sign if if uh, we are focused on the Lord. Anything can be a sign. A street sign can be a sign for God to give us a warning and, and direction because that's the only way he can get us to listen or understand. Actually, all we have to do is really go into the Word, and we can have all the signs and all the wisdom that we want to in Christ. And God will tell us directly. But sometimes in our ignorance or lack of knowing, lack of understanding, lack of wisdom, we're looking for signs in other places. And um, so God will do something like that. Or, or not saying that he actually set fire to it, but he will allow something like that to happen to bring attention to who he is and to bring attention to what's going on in the world or what's been going on for many years. And we know that there's a lot of dark, dark secrets within the Catholic Church. And we know one one of the main things about the Catholic Church, there's a lot of loving Christians, believers, I believe, in the Catholic Church. I know some who are cool, who go to the Catholic Church and they're Christians. But in the same thing, that same thing, a lot of them worship Mary and they they have Mary the same as Jesus, the same as God. They call her, they say Mother Mary, and they pray they pray to Mary, you know. And I'm sure Mary, uh, she was uh, the Virgin who gave birth, and all these kind of things we know from Scripture of Matthew and Luke. And the angel came and visited her, and, and then Joseph also, and that she was a very 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 special person in the eyes of the Father for anyone to bring forth our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Very, very, very special person, okay? But not as special, not as special as our Father, Father God, and not as special as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, okay? As far as when I say special in terms of being someone that you should worship. We should never worship another person, okay? We should never worship Mary even though she was very special, very supernatural, she is not someone that we should be bowing down, worshiping, and praying to. Okay? We don't need a middleman. And even sometimes in our Pentecostal, non denominational uh, churches, Baptist churches, who the ones who broke away from the Catholic Church, guess what? Even though they don't worship, and pray and bow down to Mary, sometimes though they are worshiping, bowing down and praying to these televangelists you see on TV. They're treating them in a, in a sense like, almost like a, a God status. And that is equally wrong also. That is equally wrong also. So we as uh, believers, as Christians, we need to have our focus on our Father God and on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as far as whenever we worship. And I believe this right here, this uh, the burning 
the burning of the uh, Notre Dame building was kind of a way to get us to refocus as Christians. I believe I believe it has many signs and many messages. The other message besides us becoming refocused is uh, what's going on politically. Now, the uh, the prime minister or, or the president of France is he is uh, actually doing all these things behind the scenes um, as far as uh, renouncing the nation of Israel and things like that, and he actually going against the United States of America on some things, actually many things. And if you're not familiar with, but I get too really too uh, political and bogged down with all these different uh, government entities. But uh, they started a ten-nation union. France was the nation that started as the president of it, and these these ten European nations. They uh, kind of are breaking away from NATO, and uh, Donald Trump he was kind of upset about that because uh, NATO is actually we, NATO is an uh, American-funded military force, a very strong force, but we're investing all this money to defend our allies, mostly in Europe, from the Russians. Um, at least that's my understanding of it. But now the, the Prime Minister of France. He is uh, lead, leading all these other nations to start this other brand-new coalition separate from the Americans. And I'm not saying everything has to be done through us and that we have to. Everything that all the other world has to do with, as far as their political agendas and their armies, if we have to approve of it and it has to be okay. We approve of it, it's okay. Because there's a lot of things that our, our government approves of and I'm not okay with it. Matter of fact, I'm, it, uh, it's very, 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 very horrible that we uh, do. Um, anyway, uh, they are aligning all these other countries, basically trying to get them out of alignment with America. All right. And I believe that's a sign also for us believers as Christians and also for the world to see and also hopefully that our government will see what's going on because we know that uh, as far as the when you talk about prophecy and a war of Armageddon that all of the nations are going to come against Israel in the end and we actually see that happening right before our eyes right now because if you look at the main governing body of all the nations is uh, the United Nations, the United Nations. And every time there is a vote on something that has to do with Israel, it's usually maybe five nations that vote in favor of Israel. And it, I'm not sure how many other nations, it might be like 200 and other nations that's on the, the United Nations. Um, but all of them vote against Israel. And now we have France as one of the, the, the nations that are voted against Israel. And I'm not saying there's not believers in that nation. Actually, it's believers, Scripture says it's believers from every nation 
tribe and tongue. So it's believers who are sold out. Some of them, I, I wouldn't doubt more sold out than I am in the nation of France and the nation of Russia and the nation of China and the nation of, uh, and those Arabic nations and the Muslim nations. There's a lot of people in there and those Arabic nations, they're going to get their head cut off or they are. <laughs> you know, we talk about, uh, the tribulation period and all that, are we going to get a head cut off or you think of the mark of the beast? Well, they don't even have the mark of the beast right now, but guess what? They're still cutting off people's heads if you don't believe <laughs> and doing all kinds of things, imprisoning them, uh, starving them, all kinds of things for, for their sake of following prices in those nations. So I don't want you, I'm saying this so you won't be confused. So when I talk about the nations, I'm not really so much focusing on the people of the nation, but the, the, the entities, the beings, the people who is governing the nation, okay? The people who are governing the nation, that's, who, that's what I'm talking about, or that's who, that's who I want us to think about, all right? As far as when I'm talking about, like, France, Britain, even America and Israel, because everything that we do is not right according to scripture all right so there's this it's a sign to the nations you know that uh even though we might be going against israel we might be going against god that we as believers we need to wake up and we need to uh to pray a lot of people they don't like to watch the things on the news because a lot of the times it's very 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 discouraging all the things that are happening. And that's just, that's just, um, we have other church buildings that caught on fire in the South. Right here in America, uh, actually they, they believe that the one that happened in France was, uh, like maybe some electrical, they're not sure what the, what the problem is. They still investigated it, but they don't think it was arson. But down here in the South, we have three African-American churches that actually a, a sheriff's son, he lit those buildings up. And he, he puts them on fire, you know. So so what what kind of, what is uh, God saying to us, you know? What, what, what does that mean? I, I don't believe that really, it's not really a, a sign directly from God, but really a sign of the, of the time that we live in because it says that uh, the nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and that nation will rise against nation. Actually, if you uh, look at the scripture for that, or the, the Greek word, it's talk, it says ethnos will rise against ethnos, or ethnicity. Another way to translate nation is ethnicity. So we have different, different ethnic groups rising up against each other solely because of of skin complexion or where, where someone is from and that's basically just a sign of the time a sign of, of what we're dealing with and for to encourage us to what to pray because we had we uh actually that's right there is a confusion and deception from the enemy thinking that because we're a different shade than someone else that we're we're better than someone else, and that is not the case. We are all equal. Um, it's a song we used to sing 
when I or the, I used to say when I was younger, red, yellow, black, and white, Jesus loves the little children of the world. That song is so powerful, it's so true, it's so accurate. Our Father, He don't care what color you are. The only thing, the only color He really care about is red, uh, and that's I'm just saying that symbolically is color red because of the, the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Actually, He loves. The Scripture says in John three sixteen that He so loved the world that uh, He gave His only begotten Son, and it, that says He doesn't just love Christians, but even if you if you not blood washed by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, He loves you. So like if if you're uh, an African American person who's not saved, or if you're a white person who's not saved, or Indian, Native American, um, Asian, Middle Eastern, He loves all equally, no matter what. Uh, Belief and all those kind of things that they that they have, but the thing is, <clears throat> the thing is, he is very saddened about everything that's going on, and he doesn't want them to perish. He doesn't want them to die. That's why he sent the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's why he is sending us to open up the eyes, and that's why we have all these signs. And Jesus said, "Don't be fearful about all these things when they start to happen, because guess what." They're going to happen. So when we see these things, we're supposed to what, look up to Jesus and know that our help is coming. Okay? A lot of times we see a lot of these things on the news and we want to be, I guess, like some people say the ostrich. He buries his head in the sand whenever a predator is coming so he won't see what's going on. And a lot of times that's our response. And I'm not saying you have to watch the news every day. Actually, you can just look at the scripture and pray about what it says in scripture. But if you do watch the news, don't be discouraged. One thing that was very sad was that was going on was this uh, a young 18-year-old lady. We are in the 20th 20th anniversary of uh, the Columbine shooting, and they said that she was very, 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 very fascinated about what was going on. She wanted to uh, take them out. She wanted to take the people out. So they said she actually bought a one-way ticket from Florida to Colorado, and she stopped at least at one gun shot. I'm not sure the other one, but she was trying to purchase, I guess, some weapons. So anyway, the authorities, they found out about it, and um, they began to put all these messages out. They put these messages out. So um, anyway, they found the young lady in the woods, and she had ended up shooting herself. She had ended up shooting herself, killing herself. And we have a lot of these types of things going on, these these mass shootings, um, that we as believers, I believe, even though the authorities stopped that one, that we can stop some of this stuff with prayer. We can we can pray against it, okay? Uh, Jesus says in the scripture, will he find any faith when he returns? Um, a lot of these things we see discouraging. They are very 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 discouraging. A lot of it's just so 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 many things we see on the news. Um, I was talking to. 
couple of uh, my church friends, I don't go to church with them, but um, they're fellow believers, and they were very discouraged about everything that was going on and talking about how they, they can't watch the news because it causes depression. And I believe that right there is the sole, one of the sole purposes of the news. Um, if you watch the news, actually it was a report on these news and and there was nine to 20 different stations and they were local news channels from different from different cities and different states and they were reading they had them read the news and all of them were saying the same thing word for word and it was about a particular event now we know news is supposed to be given like when you listen to different news they're supposed to be giving you different perspectives of like a, of a certain event um, as part of journalism but a lot of them they're they're reading basically word for word about one event that happened and basically they're coming off as one voice they're coming out in unity and they're they're all speaking the same message they're all coming out in one accord okay as the basically what it is, if you study any type of uh, advertisement and the psychology and all that kind of stuff, it's basically a type of subliminal message, subliminal messages of of, of discouragement. Okay, so it's like, oh man, I don't want to watch the news. I don't want to get any subliminal messages, you know. But you can block those things in the name of Jesus. Of course, you got to stay prayed up, stay in the Word, and all these kind of things. You can block. You can block those things. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can block those things while uh, you are watching the news, but they they are sending out these signals through the airways, whether it be like the internet, television, the newspaper. A lot of them are sending the same messages. It's almost like they're sending this message on one accord. They're speaking the same language. Um, and that kind of reminds you of what was going on back in the day during the Tower of Babel. During the Tower of Babel. It says that uh father came down, and guess what? They was all speaking what? The same language. And they were saying, oh, okay, we're going to what? We're going to build up this, this tower so we can go up to heaven. Basically. That's what they were trying to do. And the father came down and he destroyed the tower and then he scattered the people and the languages. So we, that's why we have people speaking different languages today. You know, um, a lot of scientists, people, they don't believe that is how it happened or how it, it transpired. But that's, that's the situation that we are dealing with. Okay, so we almost got like a Babylon thing going on here in America. <laughs> here in America, we got the Babylon thing, but it's, it's it goes beyond the nation of America, and it goes into all the other nations because a lot of these nations, unlike America, they they don't cover it up. Like America, we 
the government. It's a lot of different forces and the government. We got some good people that's in government. And there's a lot of evil, wicked people in the government. And a lot of those people are trying to cover up things. They're trying to hide things. They're trying to um, make things that are uh, that are corrupt. And they, they're basically trying to hide them and cover, cover those things up. But we got other people in the government who are kind of like informants, and they're trying to reveal things, and their identities can't, cannot be uh, disclosed. But they're helping us out and letting us know about different things that's transpired. Excuse me. <clears throat> this transpiring and going on. So we, as believers, we need to be aware of everything that's going on, because uh, we have that same message, this Babylonian system, Babylonian type message, going on. And we, as believers, a lot of us are. I guess kind of sleep when we're not we're not woke we're not woke you know we're not awake to the things that are going on and uh that's why uh it says in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 it says a gross darkness is going to cover the cover the land a gross darkness but then it says uh a light is going to rise in that darkness and that light that light is us it's you it's me, and we do that through the uh, these podcasts, through teachings, and the very, the very most, most, most important way that we do that is through prayer. It's through prayer. Um, another current event that I want to talk about is actually something that has to do with uh, Donald Trump, the nation of Israel, and the people of Palestine. Um, the Palestinians, they are actually, and they have been at some time working on a uh, some type of peace treaty or peace deal where um, the Palestinians, they actually want a nation because they don't really have a nation right now. They have what they call a territory or a land and where they sit in that. And there's a lot of... Uh, bombing going on. You hear about the suicide bombers and the, and the missiles that are being shot around and a conflict between the people of Israel and the Palestine because they're fighting over this land. They're fighting over the Temple Mount, trying to figure out whose land this is. And Donald Trump, they say he has this thing called what he calls the uh, deal of the century. And he's trying to negotiate these uh, peace. And we don't know Right now, we don't know the details of the peace plan, but some of the, the information that's coming out is that they're saying that uh, that basically they want to. Uh, some people are saying that that Donald Trump is not going to negotiate, or his committee, or whoever's putting together this plan is not going to negotiate any land because the Palestinians are trying to get land, and it is. is uh, Israelis, they don't want to give them the land. The, the West Bank and the Gaza strips and the Golden Heights, all those those types of areas that they're fighting over and the Temple Mount. So they're fighting over the land and, and the Israelis, they want some of the people, you know, they just had a, an election and then they have the, the uh, Prime Minister President. I believe they say he just won his, 
the fifth one in a row, which is uh, something that has never happened. And he, they believe he has a plan, too, that they want to get together to where they actually give the Palestinians something of the land of what they wanted and what they want. But in exchange for that, they want part of the Temple Mount. Part of the Temple Mount. And what makes that significant is that uh, as Scripture revelations, when John is uh, measuring it, he tells us to measure it. He says, don't be, don't measure the uh, outer court of one of the courts because it's going to be uh, it's, it's for the Gentiles. So what that basically is leading to the place that he was measuring was the Temple Mount. And right now on the Temple Mount, the people of Israel, they don't have a place there. But right now, the Palestinians, they do. The Dome of the Rock, if you ever seen that. It's on the, it's on the, the place where, uh, that's one of the lands that they're fighting over. Um, because Israel, they want to put another temple there. Actually, they want to put a third temple there. And it will be a third temple there according to the prophecy because it, that's what it's talking about in Revelation is about one part being the uh, the Temple Mount and the other part being uh, belonging to the Gentiles um, where they have the Dome of the Rock at right now. And uh, so that right there is rumored to be part of the priest plan. And what is very, very interesting about that is uh, the Israel, they said they actually have all the parts ready and ready to go to build this new temple. Like, you know, remember the one that Solomon built? They have the parts, they said, off-site and ready to put together and assemble. And they also have, uh, if you have watched any of the news, they have a red heifer. Um, I guess this red heifer is supposed to be without blemish, like a perfect red heifer. And that's one of the things that they need um, for whenever they build this uh, third temple as a uh, for their ceremony so they have to sacrifice this uh, this temple so that's one of the things that they're saying is part not not the red heifer and all this kind of thing but as far as the negotiation of the temple mount and a different land are, are said or, or kind of rumored to be part of this peace plan that Trump is calling the deal of the century. Okay, we know that there is supposed to be a peace plan. Now, I'm not sure this peace plan is going to be the peace plan because they said whatever plan it is, it's going to be a seven-year peace deal. So we see that this plan that Trump is working on, it might not be a seven-year peace deal. If it's not a seven-year peace deal, then we know that's not the uh, that's not the uh, thing that we're looking for. But if it is, if we see anything about seven seven years in that deal, where they got this thing going on, then I'm not saying that's it. But it should cause us to be awoken, pay attention to what's going on in the current events. So if you see that deal and they say, well, this deal is a seven year deal that they got going on, and that's part of the deal then that's something that we need to be aware of as believers. Um, and, of course, there's there's many, many, many other things that are going on. Um, if you even look 
at your local news, like in my local community. I have many things that are going on in the community, in my local community. Um, excuse me, throat is dry. But we have shootings going on. Um, we have where they're trying to uh, do these uh, gender type things and all that are going on. And these are all signs in current events that we should be uh, praying about and not to be discouraged. And the scripture says, and even Jesus says, these things must happen. A lot of these things, you know what, we're not going to be able to stop because scripture says, guess what, these things must happen. So in a way, we do got to watch what's happening, but we got to also pray for those people who are in that, those situations because you never know who you can bring over to the light. It might be their main person, their, the main spoke person. And that's the person that we can bring over to the light. And it's not bringing to us or bringing to some white light. We're bringing to Father God, bringing to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So those are the main things that we have to pay attention and watch when we see all these events, these current events going on, whether nationally or um, or internationally or locally. All things that we can be in prayer about. Um, so, Dorothy, did you have anything, any uh, events that you wanted to have or, or say? Well, a couple of things. You know, the, the Notre Dame Cathedral um, was specifically referred to as the mother. Um, and it was one of the main places that um, it was for the veneration of Mary, Mother of God. But what, you know, it took 800, it's 850 years old, took 100 years to build, and they're talking about restoring it in five years, which I find amusing. I mean, but what I really like is the fact that the cross, they say it's gold, so if the fire was that hot, it should have melted if it was gold still stood after the fire, which tells me that the the foundation of our faith, which is the cross and what occurred there, is still there. It's still strong. So I found that interesting. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that um, is so interesting because when you look at the uh, building and some of the images they show, she was like, very prominent. She was a very prominent figure uh, in the building. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And, and, and the of, ethnos. Oh. Go ahead. No, no, you can go ahead. I was going to say the ethnos against ethnos. I know um, there was an in. It's supernatural program with Rich, Rich Joyner, and he says Father showed him a civil war, and I saw a civil war a while ago, the ethnos against ethnos and brother against brother. And I just want to say, because people forget this point, Father created all the races, all the ethnos, 
And he said afterwards that it was good. I mean, above and beyond the fact that in Christ, there is no Jew or Gentile or any other of that separation. You know, so as a Christian, we we should be more aware of that. You know, that there is no difference. And one very interesting thing is um, I was reading this this study and this this thing about races that for humans that's something that's very just like sort of a, a concept in a something like that divided really by like their ethnicity or, or like the types of regions that they were from because you have people who were what we call today like black and white and they was like kind of like from the same ethnic group or same region and it really wasn't really any races back then it was just okay they're, they're like from the same ethnic area so they would be like two same I mean same most of the people are the same color but he did he had people who are different different what we call races at the same area. So when people fought wars and all these kind of things and I'm not saying that was everywhere but it was in certain areas they would be fighting on the same team but then this this these uh this race thing came about from um I forget what the book was but uh psychologists and things like that when all this stuff started coming around <clears throat> and um they start doing these things and then they start separating by races and started like more like regions and then start talking about races of like the blues and the whites and all these kind of things and when originally that was not the case but now that that is the case that is like the main discussion of it so if if we were to be living how it was back then it wouldn't it wasn't talking about races and all that kind of stuff back then it was just like these are people part of my ethnicity and part of my group but now it's like things are so backwards now, and, and and this way and that way we have people holding anger against each other, which is very unfortunate. And some people who are frustrated against each other, maybe they in their hearts they have reasons to go to, but really if they actually talk to each other, they wouldn't be uh, mad at each other. You know, they would because. Uh, a few examples I wanted to give is uh, one. Uh, one example is uh, I was, and I wish I had knew the, the guy's name with a video, but it was a KKK person, and he actually found out that uh, he did a, one of those DNA tests. And I'm not encouraging anyone to do it, but even though he was predominantly uh, what they would call Caucasian in front of those different ethnicity areas. He actually found out that he was also um, had a lot of uh, I don't like African in him, you know. So from that right there, he ended up actually changing how he was standing as far as that. And another guy, um, a black guy, actually he befriended a KKK member, even though he was still KKK, and he wanted to know why he was like that. And it actually he found out that he had a whole lot of issues that was uh that made him believe and think like that. As far as like how he was raised and 
all these kind of things that he ended up leaving the KKK a lot of his friends wondered why and the people that he was hating against he realized that really they were just like him and then we have where's the reverse too because we have a lot of black people who are discriminating against uh, white people you know a lot of times it's just all the, the white we focus on the whites who discriminate against the blacks, but it's also the black people, they, they will discriminate against white people also, but we have that kind of perverse racism, you know? And then we have sometimes within the races, we have, particularly I know like black races, black races where we discriminate against each other because we have those who are, are darker shade are discriminating against the lighter ones and, and vice versa. And we have all these different separations and over something that's so, when we think about it, so silly and so petty. Um, but the enemy has made it a big thing, and we make it a big thing, too. I mean, I'm not trying to blame everything on the devil. It's things that we have done uh, against each other as uh, different races from different regions. And... Uh, and the enemy has used as a tool to bring further separation in between us. So, yeah. So those are the types of things that we that we uh, are fighting against. We don't fight against flesh and blood with principles and powers a lot of times. We as believers get stuck in the, the flesh and blood fight, which we, we should not get entangled in those things. And that civil war thing, like you said, on civil uh, Ted Robb, I watched his show program. Yes, that's something that uh, a current event is, is blowing up that we need to be aware of. Yeah, we need to we need to be aware of it. We need to pray against um, physical violence occurring in the natural and see if we can't knock this out in the spiritual. What interests me about, and I think that the racism. I think a lot of it's how you're raised, um, and where you're raised. Um, did I tell you about the story of the black woman I met in Virginia? <laughs> I was raised in New England, so I had no cons. I wasn't raised to be racist. Um, black people were. It's no different to me than white people with a prettier skin tone. But we had to go down to Virginia to the VA down there because Harold, they were looking at Harold for a heart and lung transplant for his illness. And I was in the VA and I went into the cafeteria and there was two black women behind the counter that were just being nice and open, having their conversation. So I waited till they were done. And then I placed my order. And one of them, she just turned to me. And her body language just closed. And her eyes dropped. She wouldn't look at me in the eye. And that just threw me for such a loop, I'll tell you. I mean, just not used to that. But I think it was because she was raised in the South. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, you know, it did hurt my feelings. I, I'm not going to lie about it. And then I, it took me a while to figure it out, you know. 
so racism is, is terrible. Cause, and I've also heard recently that generational trauma, like Holocaust survivors and, you know, slavery, uh, there wouldn't be any slavery survivors, but the generations down from those that who were slaves, that there is a, a generational curse involved with that trauma that follows the family line. I haven't had a chance to really look into it, but that really threw me too. Because sometimes you wonder, you know, slavery's been over for how many years? And yet there are still people hurting from it. And that's, that explains a lot. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yes, yes, it does. And what else? There was something else I wanted to comment on what we were talking about. Um, You know, the Mueller report came out today. My goodness. I don't know if Democrats. Yeah, I don't know if Democrats, in the political Democrats up there, not the regular mainstream Democrats. Um, if they're so used to lying that they don't even think about it now, they just twist everything, or if they really need an ELS course, you know? ESL, not ELS, ESL, English as a Second Language. Because you, you, you hear words spoken to them, and they reply to it, and it has nothing to do with the words that we use. It's like, you know, it's so confusing. It hurts my head. Yeah, they, yeah, they, this uh, Mueller report, yeah, this, um, I think you're starting to break up. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm on a, on a roll. Um, well, yeah, it's break. Well, then we, I'm going to go ahead and close the prayer unless she has something else. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, you, we're starting to lose you, but it was a good conversation. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Yeah, let me stop. Um, everyone, don't forget uh, this this Sunday is uh, Resurrection Sunday, so... um. It's a it's a great weekend. Actually, every, every day is a great day to be thankful for it. But we can uh, this is the time that uh, we can honor our Lord and Savior, and the rest of the world can see, you know. So we can we can show off Jesus, you know. <laughs> it's particularly here in America, we can we can uh, really be supposed to be bragging about him all the time. But this is a good good reason to brag about him, you know. So, and for those of you who want to get the Easter baskets and all that kind of stuff. If you wait till after Easter, then you can get a really good deal on them. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll close with a prayer. And also, and also, this Sunday is one of the Sundays. Mother's Day, I believe Christmas and Easter are the days where a lot of people um, 
actually go to church. People who normally wouldn't go to church or hear anything about Christ, so we can be in prayer for those people too. Okay, that's something that the minister would say would touch them. It causes them to not just want to be a church member, but they want to be a member of the family of our Father God in heaven. So let's go ahead and call the prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Lord. We thank you for your love, God. Thank you, O oh God. We know there's none like you, Father. Help us to honor you in all our ways, Father. We lift you up. We magnify your name. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Shamir. All right. Thank you. Sorry for the lateness. That's okay. Stuff happens okay. all the time. <laughs> okay. So you have a blessed evening and drive safe. And say, Father, bless everyone and good night. Good night.